Hey, y'all. <laughs> My name is Stephanie. I have a new life in Christ, and I'm in recovery from abandonment, not trusting the Lord, control, and anger. Hey, um, before I get started, I just want y'all to know how incredibly humbled, excited, and honored I am to get to share my story with y'all tonight. So here we go. Growing up, my family didn't go to church, and Jesus was never talked about at my home. My first memory of going to church was when we moved to a new town, and a neighbor came over and invited us to go with them. I was in fourth grade at the time, and unfortunately, that didn't last long because my family moved. And I stepped away from the church until I was in high school. When I went back, um, I initially was just going for their social interaction because all my friends went there. But as time went on, I started to pay attention to the message being shared. I started to feel something new in my heart, and I wanted to keep learning more about God and his character. I got to see and witness the joy that the Lord brought my friends, and I wanted to have that same joy too. I was baptized my junior year, but looking back on that moment now, I didn't get baptized for the right reasons. I had selfish motives, and for years after high school, I continued down a path where I would seek comfort in things of the world instead of turning to the Lord in times of need. My parents got divorced when I was very young. I lived with my father till I was 14, and during that season of my life, I remember lots of tears, confusion, and feeling like no one wanted me. I witnessed my parents repeat a vicious cycle of dating unhealthy people, a few who chose to abandon me, abuse me. I didn't understand how my parents could allow something like that happen to their own daughter. I continued to feel like they did not want me, that I was a burden to them, and that all they cared about was their own dating relationships. My mother abandoned me when I was nine years old. She moved out to California with her boyfriend without telling me or my dad. I remember trying to call her at work to wish her a happy birthday and then hearing from her boss that she was gone. I felt so unloved and so unwanted. Just a month later, I lost my grandpa, adding to the chaos of my world, making me feel like everything around me was falling apart. I felt like I was losing everyone that was closest to me and I had no way or no one to process it with. I found myself suppressing my emotions and I didn't know where to turn. Then a few years later, my dad confessed to having an affair on my stepmom. Feelings of anger, resentment, and fear immediately flooded my heart because the man who I had trusted my whole life had been lying to me and those around me. Because of this, I found myself unable to trust people, and in return, I had a really hard time trusting that God was good and wanted good for me in my life as well. So when I was 14, my dad lost his job, and he sent me off to California to live with my mom. I was crushed. I still was hurt from the pain that my mom caused me when she abandoned me as a child. I ended up living with her until I was 17 where she chose to abandon me again. These unhealthy patterns with my parents continued throughout my adolescence and when I was, and we went almost seven years without speaking to my father. Seeing my parents' brokenness led to my own brokenness and I started to seek comfort in places where I thought I could find satisfaction. I was tired of feeling like an orphan, unloved, and left out. I wanted to feel something. I wanted to feel loved and like I belonged. So I got involved with the rowdy crowd. I went to parties every weekend where I would drink underage and experiment with new things. Nothing was off limits. This started spiraling out of control and my sin placed a wedge between me and God. I kept seeking my own selfish desires and instant satisfaction over his loving promise of eternal life. 
In the fall of 2018, I found myself feeling as though my life had no purpose, and I kept asking the question, what's wrong with me? I prayed for the first time in a long time, and I cried out to God. I asked for his forgiveness for all that I had done. I had denied him for years and had pushed him so far away that I thought I could never get him back. I felt like I was too far gone, but that could not have been further from the truth. God met me that day right where I was, and I witnessed the power of prayer come to life for the very first time. God began to change my heart simply because I asked for his help. A friend shared Romans 8, 38 through 39 with me. It says, for I am convinced that neither life nor death, neither angels nor demons, neither the present or the future or any powers, neither height or depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. This verse completely rocked my world and still does, obviously. (laughs) It changed my view of God and his character. I was in awe that God could still love me even after all the mistakes I had made. It gave me hope and it gave me courage. I started attending Watermark, wanting to continue to search for this hope and uh, I had found in Jesus. I was living with my boyfriend at the time who was not a Christian and after hearing a message about relationships felt very convicted that I needed to end things with him. So after a few months of prayer and conversations, God gave me the strength to end that relationship and move out. Although this was super hard and really scary, I saw God provide for me in ways I didn't even know were possible. He truly made a way, and I felt so loved for the first time in my life. In the past, my wounds of abandonment would have crippled me in a moment like this into thinking that I was not worthy of love because I was alone. But by God's grace, I was able to see that I was not alone because all I had ever needed and more was with him. I wanted more of God. I wanted to run away from all my sin and run towards him. His love is unlike anything else imaginable and I was able to see the character, no, the creator of the universe had begun a work of redemption within me. Although I had this solid understanding of the character of God, I still struggled to fully trust him with all the burdens I was carrying. I still wanted to control my life because for so long it felt so unstable. In times of immense stress and uncertainty or discomfort, like John was saying, I would turn to marijuana. It was the one thing that allowed me to escape from my reality and for 10 whole years, I chose to smoke instead of choosing to seek God. I kept abusing the substance without even realizing it, and what I turned to as a coping mechanism wasn't really helping me at all. It was holding me back from true freedom, which can only be found in Christ. My community group of women who I meet with weekly encouraged me to start attending Regen. So day three of groundwork was extremely impactful for me, and that's when I learned about being sober for 24 hours at a time. I had worried so much about trying to manage my sin that I couldn't fathom living sober from fear, anger, comparison, lack of trust, negative interpretation, control, purity, so much more. But Jesus tells us to seek God and his will only for today and not to worry about tomorrow. Matthew 6, 33 through 34 says, but first seek his kingdom and righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. 
This verse made me pause and realize that God's plan is better than mine and that I don't need to worry when his word clearly shows me that he has a plan for my life. He keeps his promises, keeps me safe, and provides for me and loves me. I made the decision to give up control and surrender these things to the Lord. December 6, 2019 was the last time I smoked marijuana. So crazy. Thank you. I now see the ways that I used to cope to fill voids in my life would only leave me empty inside, and I now fill those voids with Jesus. He's my ultimate hope, my ultimate sustainer, and the only one who can ultimately satisfy. If this is your first time at Regen, welcome. I remember being super nervous to walk through those doors for the first time, but I can promise that if you continue to trust God, he will start to do a work in your life like he's done in mine. Continue to trust him one day at a time, and it's so worth it. My name is Stephanie. I have a new life in Christ. I'm in recovery from abandonment, not trusting the Lord, control, and anger.